Since the dawn of time, man has reached to obtain that which seemingly lies just beyond his grasp. Reason, enlightenment, understanding. It is said that the game of basketball can provide this fulfillment, but only to those who devote themselves to its principles, to a higher purpose, to end smart basketball. I like to timestamp these episodes. Today is the 17th, December, 9 o'clock p.m. Mountain Time. It's, it's unfortunate. The, I was going to say, is there like a creative way to say it's the week before Christmas Eve? I don't think so. I think you just say it's it's the 17th. I think you just said it. That was pretty creative. The week before Christmas Eve. Seven, seven days from now, we'll all be staying up until midnight because we can't sleep. We're, we're waiting for uh, Santa Claus to come. You'll be drinking eggnog. You're a big eggnog guy. I am. I am. Um, Did that surprise? Know? What? You just gave a surprise look, but I don't think that's surprising at all. Uh, it is. I'm surprised you brought it up. That's all. Shocking you. What, what about... <laughs> do, do you, I, mean, I can't remember. You don't like eggnog? Is that right? Or you do? I, I don't know that I don't like it. I don't think I've had an opportunity to like it because I, it's not really generally available. Not, I shouldn't say it's not available. I'm just not at places that would have it where I would try it. And I don't really buy it at the grocery store. Is that because you don't go grocery shopping? I do go. Well, you know, I go grocery shopping maybe one. It could be every Sunday or it could be uh, two months before my next time I go grocery shopping. I was going to say uh, to start off, I was I was lamenting I didn't get to see Bob with his shirt off lifting weights or stretching out as he was a couple of episodes ago that we didn't publish. Uh, he was at the the YMCA tonight. He just joined us a minute late, which isn't great. It's a, which uh, isn't bad. Just one minute late, Bob. It isn't great, but it's not bad. We were just just musing a second ago, Ed. Uh, I'm sorry, Bob, about Ed and his uh, his shopping behaviors. You 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 don't go to the grocery store, right? All all of it's done for you. Mm-hmm. You've got a service. Yeah, I um I go once in a while, but once in a great while, I would term it. Every every quarter, quarterly. So are you, are you a are you are you are you a list guy, Bob? Do you when you go, which is rare, do you have a list, or do you just go and like just just sort of wing it? I mean, when I used to actually go, I was a list guy. These days, I just wing it. I wing it. Ed, you're you're a winger. Okay, no list. Emily is definitely a list, and she if she gives me one, I'll use it. But then I'll inevitably like go past the aisle, and I have to re- I retrace my steps a lot. I feel like when I use a list because. I'm not paying attention to where things are, where I'm at in the grocery store. Like yeah. I'll go from top bottom and I'm not going to complain to Emily about um, maybe organizing her list by aisle, which might be more productive. I think wow. that's, that's taking it a step too far. I, I, I actually, nice. when I make a list, I, it's pretty random. It's not usually more than 10, 10 deep. So it's not like it's a, you know, it's like a, an old library catalog card system where I have to, to look things up when I'm trying to figure out what I'm getting, but so it, do you guys? I'm do you guys like when you go to the grocery store? Is there something like, all right, I'm the one buying something. I got to make sure I get this. Is there like a couple of things that uh, you make sure that you get when you go grocery shopping because your significant other doesn't buy it for you? I mean, I usually am the one going to the store, so I can't really answer that question. You're usually the one that does go to the store. I mean, I, you know, she does go to the store. Sometimes, but I don't have to like depend on her. I think Bob's texting his wife right now. No, I just got home, Ed. I just got home. I'm getting caught up on my 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 night. 
Okay. I, I, I um, appreciate in the group chat 12 minutes ago, um, sorry, seven minutes ago, Ed said in the group chat, jump in, you fuck, uh, in, in response to Bob not being online yet. <laughs> Correct. I would have thought that Bob would have made sure to get a, a big tub of um, taco dip. Mm, that's good stuff. Can't go wrong with taco dip. If I lived in Fond du Lac, I would always make sure that I have festival potato salad on hand. Hmm. I'm partial That's the best to, potato salad. I'm partial to the uh, the Phillies on 4th, the old stop and shop potato salad. Phillies on 4th. Mm-hmm. Zach, do they have at your grocery stores like like green chili to go? Like is it something that's readily available that's kind of pre-made yeah, that you in can the, get? In the, in the deli section, you can walk in. At the local Kroger chain, you can walk into the deli and they have a variety of things like potato salad, and then they also have like a big, a big tub of green chili. You can just oh, it sounds good. To... I've never actually ordered it from the the grocery store, so I couldn't tell you how good it is. But it actually doesn't look bad. I've thought about getting it, but I've lived in Colorado for twenty years, and I've never actually gone so far as to purchase it. I think the probably the thing that I have down here is probably boiled peanuts. They have boiled peanuts at yeah. grocery stores, like gas stations especially. That's a pretty that's a pretty common thing in the South. Uh, a buddy of mine from high school, he uh, he often uh, bra- brags about his boiled peanuts that are in uh, in Bir- Birmingham. He's he's a big boiled peanut guy. I've never had one before. Can can I just like shout out to Bob? Maybe this doesn't pick up on the recording, but I'm getting a lot of loud like slushing and ice hitting the cup noises and Bob <laughs> sniffing. Yeah, he just, just got back obnoxiously from the gym. He's loud. Gotta, he's got to get himself, uh, you know, familiarized back with reality after after working out with his with his bros at the Y. He definitely he definitely was just sitting there typing just now, and it wasn't to us or anything. What so was on no your way. get off me? What was on your agenda at at the at the gym, at the gym tonight at the Y, Bob? What was your uh, routine? Oh man, I, I got swell. swell. Oh, that's 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 very descriptive. Can you give us a little more detail? Everything, Zach. What do you want to know, man? I don't know. Did full, you do some lunges? Did you body. do some full body? Some medicine ball work? Did you do some cowbells? Some pull ups? I did some some bench press, some buys, some tries, some abs, some lats, some shoulders. What didn't you touch? Yeah, nothing. I did. I did it all. Late last week, late last week we had, um, I think it was, was it Bob or Ed? Uh, you shared in the group chat uh, some slapping championship. Uh, nowhere, uh, a guy, uh, is it in, in Europe somewhere? Ireland, right? I believe it was Russia. Okay. <laughs> Ireland, Russia, what's the difference? Uh, there was a slap, it was, I don't know if it was the world slapping uh, championships, but um, one of the contestants was literally knocked out unconscious from these slaps. Are, are are either of you fam- like gr- um, like familiar with this like the rules of the sport? Do you have any uh, like like a how many like how, how much part of your hand can you use in these con- competitions? So I, I think I invented the sport with my college roommates back in the the early aughts. Um, That's right. So we've been. Please explain for, how these these went. Yeah, we've been doing this for a while, Zach. Um, I mean, you're, you're slapping another man in the face. Um, it's, it's about as manly as it gets. 
And you have to stand in there and take it. And you're not trying to kill the guy. I think, Zach, you got really hung up on the, the concept that you could use, like, the, the bottom part of your palm. But um, it's, a, it's the honor code here, you know? I'm not trying to kill anybody. Okay, well, that's interesting. But I, I guess I still don't understand, like, if you... So you can hit with the, the palm of your hand, like the... Here, I'm going to hold up my palm. I would say, like, you're not going to hit a guy with this part of your palm because you don't want to kill the bottom part of your palm. You don't want to kill wrist. him. Up here is fine. Up here is fine. So I guess the strategy would be to make sure you could flatten your, your hand as, as much as possible. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Like a flat, like the, the more surface area is how you would uh, yeah. gain the most advantage over your competition in this. And so I, here's the other thing I would say. When, when you hit the guy... You're not going for, like, you can't hit him in the jaw necessarily. You're going for cheek. The key is cheek. Yeah, you wouldn't want to go jaw because then you're just going bone on bone. And that's, exactly. that's not comfortable. For, and it's comfortable, actually. It's actually fine for the guy. But, but for, yeah. So exactly. how do you exactly win? Like, what constitutes a victory? Someone says no mas. Someone's like, really? this, is, this fucking hurts. I'm done. So it's essentially yeah. the amount of sting to your, to your skin <laughs> On your yes. face that you can handle, exactly. Yep. Okay. How how many slaps would you in your in your pre prehistoric slapping competition? How many slaps would you take? Would you take? We were talking like 10, 20? How many? No, I, how I many? think I think I, I think the over under is probably like uh, six or seven rounds per game. Um, because usually what happens is you start very friendly and it's kind of it's it's pretty light. And then someone catches some, someone catches the other guy just a little bit much, and then it escalates quickly, escalates very quickly. Um, <laughs> like, what do you mean, like, like time quickly, or? No, but like, like, you'll hit, you'll hit the other guy, and then he'll hit you back, and it was maybe just a bit hard, and you'll kind of, you'll kind of chuckle, you know, and then you'll, <laughs> okay. then you'll, then you'll come back with a little bit more force, and then the other guy ramps it up, and and pretty soon. You're taking windmill slaps with your whole body into it. So, okay. And that, that doesn't last long. Yeah. Is, that, is that because you're getting tired, right? Your, your energy is being drained. It, just, it hurts. It hurts to right. get slapped in the face. Yeah. This sounds like the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> what, what about that's dumb, Ed? I actually, the more I hear about it, I'm actually on board with this. I'm not sure why you wouldn't. Hey, hey, why don't we just go out, stand in the middle of the street and see which one of us can survive getting hit by a car? I mean, you're just submitting yourself to physical punishment. I mean, I don't get what the, what. Well, I'm, I'm pretty there... sure, I'm pretty sure, Ed, if you were to, to walk out into your cul-de-sac, that might be the safest place to, to do this competition that you just sort of outlined uh, because there's no cars there. But, you know, so, on, what... on a regular street, um yeah, why don't you start with the cars going five miles an hour? Why don't you ramp it up to six? I mean, like, this That's is... That's actually a good um, idea. Like, how many miles per hour can you with, with, with hold? That's, That's awesome. Genius. Ed, yeah. Ed, are you not familiar with the tests of strength? As as uh, prescribed by what? Bob Othi and Tony Yeager at the University of Minnesota? Yes, correct. I am yeah. not, I'm not familiar with it in all of its intimacies. Oh man. So, I mean, like we would do stuff like, you know, like a, like a pen that you can click, right? Like put the pen on your forearm, for example, and click the pen into your forearm. God. 
What is that? What do you mean you click the pen into your forearm? Like, what's the point of that? <laughs> to see if you can take it. Like, you what do you mean? It. Like, they are, isn't there like a, 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 a some likelihood of the pen per- penetrating your skin? It's it's possible. It's possible, Zach. Are you strong? I could picture. Stick? I could picture you and Jaeger using like those paper clips. You know, not like a not like a. Not the paper clip that you put on a couple pieces of paper, the one with the prongs that, uh, uh, yes, yeah. you know, and I could see you guys like putting that on whatever goddamn parts of your body and see who can last the longest. Like, like I could see you guys yeah. doing that. So like binder clips, like grab, grab yeah, binder skin clips. And, and snap yeah. on, see if you can take yeah. that. Um, yeah, I mean, there, it's endless. Endless how you can test your body. Endless. I need to hear more. What do you mean? That, so, so binder clips, like what, to your finger, to your, like, to your... Yeah, maybe like your eyebrow, stuff like that, and your ear. Okay, your ear. Okay, sure. What other Did what other, what other uh, events are we talking about? We've got we've got the the binder clip. We've got the the pen clicking. Um, like like take a softball and drop it onto yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, it what sounds... part of your, like, onto your, to your, to your head, your head, or what do you mean? Various parts of your body. <laughs> this, this sounds like a homeless man with hepatitis's version of jackass. A homeless man's version of with hepatitis. What does hepatitis have to do with this? I'm just trying to paint a you... picture of a, of a really somebody's in really bad shape, like a really I poor guess. Yeah. Test, test tube man. <laughs> Okay, well, what's the most outrageous thing that, that you've done in these in these tests of strength? Is that the name of this competition? Yeah, tests of strength. Um, gosh, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Trying to think what the. I mean, softball, softball to the to the to the midsection, and I'm talking about, I guess, to your to your testicles would be probably the most egregious of these things that you're talking about. I mean, because you're really you're really. I mean, you got to be tough too, because if you flinch, it doesn't count. So you got to take it. Oh, there's a flinching clause. Okay. Oh, you can't flinch. If you flinch, you're not very strong. <laughs> is fl- is flinching the same as like wincing? Like if I were wincing in pain, is that is that a flinch? That's a flinch. It's a flinch. So, okay. I'm on board. Okay, Bob, I am on board with the softball. Not that I would do it. But because I'm picturing Jaeger especially like taking it very seriously and I'm picturing you guys starting off from like five feet up and then one person sitting and a person is dropping from five feet up. And then I could see him like using a measuring tape to make sure that he's at the right foot before he drops the next one. Right. Yeah. Or like if the guy puts a little bit downward pressure on the ball. Oh, right. Right. It's got to be like a straight drop. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so... Yeah. I didn't engage in any of that. I think I've mentioned on this pod before that probably when me and Dave and my cousins got together, we would find ways to sneak up on each other and give each other nut shots, which felt like there was more like mm. like spycraft involved in that. I don't like that. that, that <laughs> no one no one likes that game. It's like that was always... from, from from the guy dropping softballs on his nuts. It was mutually agreed upon, you know? It okay. was like <laughs> I never liked I never liked going to the Ronsman house when that t- kind of tomfoolery was going on because I never knew when I was going to get hit in the nuts. That's, you got to stand your toes. At least I knew. At least I knew that the softball <laughs> was being dropped. 
Uh, what else you got there? Well, I want to get I want to get the big the big uh, takeaway from NFL Sunday, which was uh, at this point two days ago, is the the Dak Prescott coin toss situation. He was uh, he, he initially when they won the coin toss, he told the referee that he wanted the kick, which apparently everybody knows this who watches football, and and uh, Bob's not going to take this any other way. And this is where I'm really hoping to get some good debate because we often tend to disagree on group chat, but then when it comes time to like talk it out in real life on a, on a phone call like this, we uh, we start agreeing. But We're best buddies. Anyways, man. he yeah. So. So you you apparently are are totally familiar with the rules, which I'm trying to pull up right now, and I'm having a couple of issues with the website. I mean, I'm all on uh, footballzebras.com. They they spell it out pretty clearly, where they they give you you get three options, right? The first option I believe is to kick or receive, right? Or you can mm-hmm. do the option two, which is pick the side of the field, right? Yep. And then yep. the or, option three is to defer. Mm-hmm. So you're you you claim that every, and you you can you can pick one or two or three. You can't pick, you know, one and three or two and three. You can only pick one of those three options. I think a lot of fans would respond with kicking as deferring, which is what Dak essentially. Even though if you watch the video, the referee actually fucked this up and. Well, they fixed it, right? I mean, and and at the end of the day, at the start of the second half, the Cowboys got the ball, right? I didn't know that because I didn't watch yeah. the game. Sorry. Correct. They did. Fascinating. They so they corrected a mid-game. Okay. Yes. Yep. So yeah, you're right. Well, you guys will be amazed to learn that my daughter's freaking out, so I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. Ed, this is not news to you, correct? Deferring? Um, no, I knew that you had to defer. I, I think that a fan could probably get a pass for not knowing it, but it seems like inexcusable for a person that you put out there to right. to make the decision or the coach. Yeah. Like that seems like it's bad coaching or bad awareness or both. Well, if you've played football for as long as these guys have, yeah. I mean <laughs> I thought I thought you were gonna say when you play football for as long as you and I have, and I was gonna say neither one of us were trotted out there to make these calls, Bob, when we played football. <laughs> That's true. That's very really true. <laughs> Backup tight ends. <laughs> On junior varsity. <laughs> I think I think I did I take your tight end spot my junior year when um me and like nine other guys were really relegated to JV. You did. You sure did, Ed. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I had my moment in the sun the next year. What's funny was that I started at tight end on JV my junior year, but did not start at defensive end. But then my senior year, I started at defensive end on varsity and was the backup tight end for a couple of games and then was relegated to sole defense. (laughs) I could still picture Highland. I can't remember which game it was. Calling me because I like to um, practice with or do the warmups with the offensive group. Like pregame, you remember oh, how it was offense yeah. and defense? Yep. And he called me over because he saw me still practicing with the pass catchers. Uh, <laughs> I've told this story, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, think so. I'll, I'll repeat I, it. I don't mind hearing it again. Yeah. <laughs> it just, he pulled me over and he's like, Ronsman, yeah, what kind of a, what kind of a tight end would you say you are? Blocking or receiving? It's uh, receiving. <laughs> how often do we throw it to our tight end? Um, 
twice a game. <laughs> That's right. You're on defense full time. <laughs> Get over there. <laughs> That's awesome. Zach, the only thing you missed was that Bob and I um, can't we we can't claim to have any experience as captains. We were never trotted out to make uh, the call on coin tosses. Well, why would you guys be? Because neither of you were really like like. Ed, either, no. Ed, did you have Ed, Did you have good. any Did you have any varsity receptions in your capacity as a tight end? Um, I think. I think I did, but it was actually as a – I don't know if I did my senior year, but I had like two or three catches as a junior oh. when I would get when oh, I would like get into the game as a – Yeah, yeah the, tight, the old tight end dump. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Made yeah. some hay on that play. The old yeah. tight end dump. Tight end dump. We even had an Ed West play, Zach. Yeah. Do you remember Ed West? Yeah, of course. Classic, the tool shed. Uh, classic guy from, from Tecmo Super Bowl. <clears throat> I was the master that would, of that play. Bob, yes. It, it was something that was passed down for all the tight ends. And um, I think because obviously my first name is Ed that I was called the tool but the tool shed. I can't remember which coach called me that. Right. Zach, do you know what the Ed West play is? No, I don't. Wasn't it? It was the fake. It was the fake cut block, wasn't it, Bob? Like you would, would kind of go into the tackle? Eddie West fall down. You just go to your mm-hmm. knees, and then you get up and you <laughs> leap around. Out in the flat. Yes. <laughs> it's, a real, it's a real staple, a real trick play for, to gain a, a good six yards. <laughs> I, I honestly scored, I'm pretty sure I scored two touchdowns on that play and had like another like 50-yard reception. <laughs> So one of my one of my favorite takeaways from our our, our coin toss d- uh, debate on on Sunday, Bob, was your your assertion that anybody who's played in a, a modern video game in the past twenty years, you know, a football game, would know that the the, the uh, you know the um yeah the the operations of the protocol of of the coin toss, and I would just have to say I disagree with that because whenever I play, I disagree too, I, I I would usually just you know usually receive or kick i don't remember like ever actually seeing a defer option there's never been a defer option just receive or kick there's always been a defer option trust me at least in the ncaa games is this like the berenstein bears where i've I've never remembered this but if i look back this this thing will exist you know like the spelling of the of the the berenstein bears you've heard about that right like the the mandala effect yeah yes exactly okay because um, I haven't played a football video game in a good five or six years. Actually, that's not true. But I don't play them very often anymore. Speaking hmm. of, are we all going to agree if NCAA football comes back that we will get the same system and play together? Okay, yes. so what? Yeah, I, I totally am into that. But what? Which? Which platform would we go with? Would we go with Xbox or PlayStation? I don't know. I I don't have a preference. <laughs> Great. Great conversation, guys. I mean, I've always, I don't know. I've, I've always been preferential to the Xbox, but I could be, uh, I could be persuaded. <laughs> well, I mean, at, at this point, we all, we, me and you, Bob, have uh, 360s, which is a basically, I think, it's a defunct platform. I mean, it's, the, uh, it's over a decade. It's like 15 years old. It's, point. it's pushing 14 or 15 years. Yeah, yeah I don't, I, I couldn't tell you the exact date, but. Um, I was surprised. I think I, I, we were playing this recently, as about a year ago. We were playing some FIFA online together. Yeah, that's right. You guys were. <laughs> I would I would imagine that uh, it's time for us to upgrade. And I was I was actually kind of entertaining buying one for Christmas this year. And I was I was actually yeah. leaning towards getting maybe a switch, but then I realized that you can't play sports games on yeah. those. Yeah. 
I almost I almost bought my kids a switch um, but then yeah I was like well that's not that's not gonna help me out and I'm, I'm selfish enough to uh, yeah I don't think it's completely abnormal to have two systems in, in your house although then you're, you point your you don't like the the spend on it I'm sure so you're gonna just buy one right yeah I think well you know I don't know I mean my kids are young enough yet that I guess at some point maybe I would buy another one but I think I'm ready to go back to the PlayStation. Whoa, whoa! Calling his shot. Why? I just I don't have any reason to go back to 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 back to whatever the, the Xbox uh, is called. You know Plus, the they're going to have is? a new platform. But yeah, I think the key is what's cheaper to play online. And I believe PlayStation has some. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good. That's a good point. I, they they no longer are free. I mean, I haven't used a PlayStation in about 15 years. Right. I think uh, PlayStation 2 was the last one that I ever used. So this hey, is like fun. dinosaur dinosaur guys talking about video games. <laughs> fun fun fact, um, my PS3 is still my Blu-ray player uh, for my upstairs TV. <laughs> nice. I still use my PS2 to play DVDs for my kids. <laughs> there you go. Wow. It's a pain in the ass, though, because the PS3 controller, like, it's terrible with holding a charge. So it's constantly, yeah. like... Plugged in to the yep. to the PS3. Yep. Nice. We're old. We're old men. Old men. So I was. Uh, I had. I had a good idea the other, the other day. I think. I think we need to have a regular segment where we do. Uh, where we just read a, a, a generally random Wikipedia page. I like that. I like. I like the 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 wording. The 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 grammar usage on on Wikipedia. It's among my favorite. Yeah, it's amongst my favorite content on the internet. I don't know if you guys follow the the at Smart Basketball Twitter feed, but I, I, I tweeted a day or two ago about uh, some someone. I think it was Stat StatMuse. I don't know if you guys are aware of the StatMuse Twitter feed, they basically just tweet uh, tweet out random stats um, from from various sports sports players. They happened to tweet about uh, I forget what it was, but I think it was a basketball player. And it just read like a Wikipedia entry because it had just silly grammar and was kind of awkward. And I, I tweeted back at that account with, with sort of something alluding to that point. And there was no, shockingly enough, there was no interactions with it, no likes, no retweets. So <laughs> it, it was obviously not very funny. But what I have in mind here, I wanted to, I, 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 uh, I became aware of this concept of a rage room. Do you guys know what a rage room is? Yes. Rage room. I do, do now. Really? Okay, you... Ed did now, but Bob, you knew about this before tonight, before yesterday. Yes. Give us give us your experience with with rage rooms. So I'm going to take credit for inventing this idea as well. It really okay. <laughs> please please expand. So we used to we used to get a room of uh, like pillows and blankets, and you could just throw shit around in it. And I think uh, I think someone saw this and. No, they have rage rooms. So you've set up in your house or your living quarters a room or an area where you can just set up pillows and you throw things around in it. Yes. Okay, how many pillows did you did you use for this setup? Everything we had. So you are you like taking the sofa cushions off of your sofas and yes. Absolutely. Maybe lining it, you know, taking an entire mattress and throwing it up against the wall. <laughs> Didn't go that far. Okay. 
Didn't go that far. So you, what, what, I mean, so you've done this before with like you and your wife or you and your, your dorm buddies or what, 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 what era are we talking about? Yeah, this was the early aughts. So your dorm buddies. Okay. Uh-huh. Anyways, rage rooms. Apparently, <laughs> taking credit for the for the invention as always. This is a thing that you've so I think over the two years. Two things. Yeah. Two things now tonight. Bob's taking credit for. Yeah, two things, and this is this goes back. I mean, what's what's your most famous yeah, so, thing that you've invented that you 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 claim that you've thought of? Okay, so someone else has already done. So uh, there, there's two things. One Facebook. One, no, 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 no. One was actually, um, one was definitely around, and I knew of it beforehand. But I think I told you guys that I have like a saved Google search from years ago, moving people in a vacuum or something like that. Vacu- using a vacuum to move people, which is basically mm-hmm. the, like the hyperloop concept, right? But that's been that's been around. However, a concept that I did have that I thought. I thought of totally, like outside of any knowledge that it existed, was an e-reader. I was like, why can't we have books that we can read like on a computer screen and carry them around with us? This was, this was when I was in Australia, 2005, and I have this idea. I get back home and like in the Christmas catalogs that year, there's like the first Amazon Kindle or whatever. I'm like, come on. So you're you're, very... you're on the you're on the cutting edge of, of of modern technology, but you're always just one step behind. Exactly. You think exactly. of it, and then within six months, it's it pretty exists. much pretty much. Yep. So I'm going to read the Wikipedia page here for Rage Room. A Rage Room, also known as a Smash Room or Anger Room, is a business where people can vent their rage by destroying objects within a room. Rage rooms may consist of fake living rooms and kitchens with replicas of furnishings and objects such as televisions and desks. Now I'm going to stop here, Bob. Did you go so far as to like furnish your your rage rooms with fake items? No, I think you just kind of raged yourself. Like throw the pillows around, like jump into the pillows. Okay. Yeah. So this, so what I'm reading here, uh, that last sentence was a uh, sort of an, an advance, an advanced uh, version of the rage room concept. Continuing mm-hmm. on here, the company may allow clients to bring their own possessions to destroy. Now, I like this little... Um, this is me talking now, not the Wikipedia page. I actually like this idea. Now, let's say you have some like unwanted trash that you want to get rid of. I think this would be a great way to like bring it in and you know, you'd know you get rid of it. Because I imagine that if you destroy it, they're going to get rid of it for you. So you kind of do kill, you know, kill two birds with one stone. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Like, let's say you've got like an old, I don't know... Maybe some old, like paint paint cans that you want to get rid of. You don't really want to, you know, haul them anywhere because that's a that's a, a real hassle. Like, so you can haul them down to this. Yeah, like an old you know, TV, like an old CRT. Yeah, an old TV. No one wants those. You can't even take them to the dump. I think they'll turn you around if you're trying to take them to the dump. That's right, because they can so explode. T- can they? Yeah, I take like old printers, old TVs. Maybe like a car. It'd be fun to beat the shit out of a car. I'm just picturing the movie Office Space. Yeah, I think so. It's basically it. Yeah, but that's outdoors. What those that that scene you're describing, and then if you're gonna hit a car, yeah. you're gonna smash a car. That sort of implies that you need to be like a warehouse, which I suppose is more realistic than Bob's dorm room holding a, a car. But 
It's <laughs> a funny thought, though. Back to, back to Wikipedia. The first, wage, the first rage rooms to open were likely in Japan in 2008 or earlier. Now, this is interesting to me. I, I didn't click on the, the citations here on, on Wikipedia, but that's interesting that it's apparently uh, a Japanese thing. You know, a lot of, a lot of goofy things seem to originate out of, out of Japan. I think the slapping uh, is a J- Japanese thing too, right? Uh, I would call it a Minneapolis thing, but whatever. That's right. It's a Minneapolis thing anyways. The concept spread to other countries such as Serbia, England, and Argentina. Today there are hundreds of raid rooms in cities in the United States, etc., etc., naming off of a couple of random American cities. American Fork being one of them. I'm not sure what American Fork has to do with the same grouping of cities like Tucson and Dallas, but anyways. I like the concept of combining the... Um... What do they call it? What are the what are the rooms that we went to in Denver? Escape rooms. The the escape room with the mm. rage room, where yeah. if you don't if you don't solve it within the hour, you can beat the shit out of the room. Just trash the place. Yeah, I like oh. that. That was fun. Speaking of, I had fun in then. You guys were ragging on it. Yeah, it was fun. I liked it. Who didn't like it? Maybe I Peter. Really I think, think Peter was, was the one that didn't like it. I, I mean, I didn't. I didn't hate it. It was, I guess, better than I thought. But I'm not. I mean, I wouldn't do it again. That's usually a measure for me. Like if I would do it again, man, and I wouldn't do it again. Zach, totally... you seem like a person that wouldn't do a lot of things again, though. That's yeah. It's probably true. I don't know. I don't really mean that in a bad way. I guess I started with that, but it's kind of you're more of a. Let's go back. This is a theme of the podcast. You're more of an old soul. Well, I'll say one thing. Um, we've done over fifty of these podcasts, so we, you know, I must like doing these. If if I've, you know, if we've invested fifty, fifty podcast, fifty recordings of our lives into this, it's. Uh, I think I'm into it. I don't know why, because it's terrible. I was going to say it's a little depressing to think about. I want to hear about this mighty straw experiment, Bob, oh. from your child. Yeah, this is a, this is uh, I think this is a good story. I enjoyed it. So for Cl- for Clara's class, she had the option to do a presentation uh, of a science experiment that she conducted. And so they give you this book, and it's got like 130 experiments. And like most of the experiments are like really messy. Like you got to buy like 10 different things. You mix them together, it blows up all over the place. It's like got glitter, all this other shit. And so of course, you know. Claire being eight years old, she kind of gravitated towards some of those. But I suggested doing this mighty straw experiment, which consists of a straw and a potato. And the experiment is that you try to stick the straw into the potato, a raw potato, and it doesn't go in. But if you put your finger on top of the straw, it traps the air, and then you can push the straw through the potato. And that's the experiment. <laughs> that's the experiment. Is that the, is that the, the payoff there? The payoff was so, the, the so, air trapped in the straw creates enough force to get into the potato. Correct. So we went to the, she had a presentation last Friday and we went to, like, we, we wanted to be supportive parents, right? And so we went to the presentation and she's like, you know, she's got it set up. So she's like do you guys think I can push the straw through the potato? And they're like, yes. And then, you know, you can't without the finger on it. And then she's like, what about now? No. And then she does it. And all the kids were like amazed. 
you know, they, <laughs> they're blown away. They're like, oh my God, this is like, you know. Like, and Bob, Bob, you're like nodding like very aggressively <laughs> in the back, like you're fucking right. Right, exactly. So, well, so, just, well, so is this like, do they have like a preset <laughs> selection of, of experiments like that they can pick from? You could actually, apparently you could do anything you wanted, but they give you this book of like 120. And okay. So, we just, so we just okay, sure, fair enough. Yeah. So anyway. Did you guys ever do that when you were in school? Like a, like it sounds like a science fair type of a thing. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think this was like, I don't know. It, it, they don't really like even do grades these days, you know. But I think it was kind of like an optional extra credit sort of thing. Oh. So anyway, whatever. But I just, I just mostly enjoyed the fact that it was a, like, just like honestly, such a boring experiment. But the kids were just blown away by it. So. That was fun. Kids well, are fun. It's more like a magic show than an experiment, but yeah. A little bit, yeah. A little bit. Science is magic. Mm, there you go. Bob, I was trying to figure out what um, is on your zip up there. Quarry Quest. What the hell is that? It's uh, it's an event that Michael's Corporation puts on in Nina. Basically, they, they open up one of their quarries and... Uh, it's actually pretty cool. Like you get to go in like a, you know, like a backloader and all the other kind of equipment. Get to mine for, for gems and other rocks sort of thing. So, it's not bad. Solid. Oh, I I do that. <laughs> Guys, I'm gonna go to bed. Are you? Oh, I was just gonna get to the good stuff. You don't want to talk what, about what? The, the the Mike Bloomberg stuff? This is like political in your political wheelhouse. I don't know anything about this. Well, then you'll love this even more. So, you, so I was going to ask if you guys heard about the Bloomberg dance prank. No. Bob? No. Really? This must and, be a strange segment of Twitter that I reside in. Because, okay. Uh, I'm looking it up. Essentially, um, there was a video released uh, over the weekend of, of like a choreographed group of people in, in a small, like about 30 people in what appears to be like a bleacher situation, doing this uh-huh. choreographed, horrible dance, all white people. I Actually, I shouldn't say. I don't know if they're all white people. I haven't looked at it in a while. I didn't really study it. Anyways, and they're all, you know, dancing for Bloomberg. Apparently there was a, a, a Pete, a Mayor Pete uh, dance thing of the similar sort, and the person who created it, Nick Ciarelli, at Nick Ciarelli, he, uh, it was a joke but, and that people took seriously for a couple days, you guys know who Jacob Wall is, right? Oh, yes. that guy's the worst. Yeah, so this is why I think you'd be interested, Ed. This, we're talking politics here. So Jacob Wall uh, direct messaged this guy saying, great work. Right? <laughs> Thanks, man. That means a lot. You're so funny. Yeah, and his response is, I mean, I don't really know what to say about any of this. I kind of think it's it's funny, I guess, if you're like really into the joke. And I guess if you two hadn't heard about it, it must not be very well well advertised or well uh, pushed by the by the news, but it sort of gives more credence to the whole fake news thing. You know, everything's fake, everything's a joke. What's real, what's not? I don't know. I, I just find it to be do you, troubling. Do you know what Jacob Wool? What his last thing that I remember him being in the news was for? I don't know, but his his Wikipedia page, or no, his Twitter profile calls himself a political operative. So he please is continue. Off- He's awful. He does um, like these. I forgot uh, 
what he did a couple like a year or two ago that got him in trouble was completely fake but the most recent thing was he called a press conference for <laughs> this is the best that it's from somebody's house so they're standing up I don't know if it's like a it's like a brownstone like in Washington or around there or something. So like the front door is on the second level, right? And so you got to take the stairs up. And this is important because he kind of comes out the front door with this other guy, and they have this press conference in the driveway. And he apparently had some accuser that um, had had an affair with um, Elizabeth Warren and yeah. took off his shirt to show bite marks. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> there were about like eight people uh, in the driveway, and then people started heckling him, and he went back inside and stopped. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the guy reporting on it, I forget who that was, but that yes. was pretty classic, yeah. Yeah.